to be a sweetheart, you pull your own weight. The best thing about being a teen girl is getting to have a cowgirl summer. Oh, 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 this is the Pure Boys, a Christian podcast. But God told us to change. Oh, 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 so for the summer we're watching cowgirl flicks. Oh, 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 get in the action, feel the attraction. Horses and teens are what a dream. Oh, 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 I want to be free and free to ride some horses. Man. I feel like a cowgirl. This is our summer theme song. Yahweh! What's up, Fudge Packers? Welcome to the final episode of Cowgirl Summer. It's the final episode. It is. I'm Yeehaw, getting, Yeehaw, I'm getting a phone call. I need to take this phone call. Just kidding. I'm not taking any phone calls. F that. I'm Zachariah Ty Bryant. I don't take phone calls. Don't call my number. And I'm Jonathan Taylor Taylor, and I'm here to tell you he took that phone call. Well, that's true, and you know you you can believe that <laughs> you better you can believe that maybe I stopped the recording and then started again and lied to you, or you can believe that I don't take no stinking phone calls from anybody. Cause you gotta be tough. Hey, if you're gonna be a sweetheart, then you gotta be tough, or whatever they say at the start. There, you might have noticed bit of a different quote at the start of this episode what is that well that's because this week we are closing the barn door as it were on cowgirl summer because we're watching 2012's cowgirls and angels the prequel i guess to cowgirls and angels 2 dakota summer the first (laughs) movie we watched a prequel of sorts. Maybe the original prequel? Yeah, it's a prequel in that it was made before this movie came out. It takes place before... Yeah. No, sorry. This is the prequel. <laughs> this one takes place yeah. before two. So yeah. all ones in series are prequels. That's just how it works. One before two, two before three, and three before me. Exactly. <laughs> and rules for thee and not for me. That's the rules. That's how it goes. Yeah, I I'm a Republican. I'm an American. <laughs> I'm also a Haitian. Wow. And I love you. <laughs> wow, I, I love you, Republican. Hey, this guy's saying a bunch of stuff he's going to regret later. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh <laughs> so, so we're back. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows we're back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been on my honeymoon for the last two weeks, and uh but now we're back and we're recording again. Feels so good to slip on these old cowboy boots for the last time. I was not on my honeymoon this uh, past couple of weeks, uh, so I just sat around and did nothing. It was great. <laughs> P- patiently waited for <laughs> the man who records everything to return. Yeah, I would like come downstairs and like turn on my computer and my mic and everything and just sit in silence and uh, <laughs> long for the days that we were to record. Well, those days are here again. Much like happy days, those days are here again. Those days are here again. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. The, That was the theme song to this movie. Was it? I think so. Boy, we got... Gotta be t- there, there is some stuff to talk about music-wise in this movie that we'll get to. 
We I do- feel like singing today. Is that weird? No, go for it, man. Just don't sing anything copyright because we will get copyright strikes, and I, I, I can't. I just can't have that. I can't have that on my conscience. No, we'll get sued into oblivion, and we'll lose our fortunes. Hey, you know what I realized? Listen to last week's episode. We didn't what? do the pure boys prayer last week. No. I don't think so, unless I missed it. But we do that every episode. Well, I think we missed one. I th- I feel like we've missed it in the past before as well. We've done 30 episodes of this now. We're going to miss it a few times. Yeah, we've done like 100 episodes of this right now. I mean, according to our podcast statistics, we've done 49 episodes. This will be our 50th episode, although technically this is only episode whatever, 31 or something. I don't know. It's confusing. We really... We really shot ourselves in the foot with these midweek freak treats, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been shooting myself in the foot all the time. Oh, my God. Shooting ropes into my foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, That's fun. That's a shower time fun. <laughs> That's a, we you don't can't have any- get away from it. No more explicit rating. We took it off. It doesn't matter anymore. What does matter, though... That's- that, yeah, yeah. it's doing this prayer. Exactly. But also, yeah, you could say shooting ropes. That's fine. Everybody, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Jesus yeah. said it in the Bible. Jesus used to shoot ropes in the shower all the time. <laughs> <laughs> where he else, loved it. Where else is he going to do it? Well, he has to get away from his stinking family. God, here's a crazy thing to think about. Did Jesus ever bust a nut? Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. He couldn't have. He was never married to anyone, and he can't jay off. Well, it's harder to do in a sand environment, I would assume. I'd imagine. Well, sure, of course. I mean, you know, sand gets everywhere, so. Yeah. So that's why you do it in the shower. Exactly. You stand under a waterfall in ancient Mesopotamia or wherever Jesus was from. Jerusalem. You just be, you be, you be your M so hard, and you be a nut all over the place in that shower, and it doesn't matter. Let the water wash away your sin. <laughs> yeah, you would pray on it. It'd wash away your sins. You'd go... And uh, you know that Jesus Christ is uh, probably from Haiti? Probably. Probably. Probably looked like a guy from Haiti. <laughs> like, I, yeah. lo- I love the idea of Jesus, like, like <laughs> just preparing and just being like, Father, forgive me, I know not what I do, and then just... <laughs> just smushing it out like here's the thing we've talked about this on the show before though if you don't if you don't if you don't bust nuts you're gonna bust them while you sleep so yeah so either jesus busted nuts or he would wake up surrounded by all of his guy friends just with nut in his like trousers and you'd just be like well yeah I guess this is what I'm waking up to. Or maybe he didn't, and that's why he got prostate cancer. Is that how Jesus died? I think so. It's a cover-up. It's around the age that you usually get prostate cancer. Oh, my God. Don't tell me that. I'm as old as Jesus was when he died. I don't want to get prostate cancer. What are you talking about? Well, check, check your butt, man. All right. Just hold on. Let me pause the show for a second here. I think you got to go to the left. I think I got to. Your left or who's right? If I'm going to check my prostate, I better get in the shower. 
Should we live record an episode from the shower? Sure. It's going to sound terrible. There's going to be a lot of shower noise in it, but we could do that. <laughs> it's mostly just going to be shower yeah, noise. Yeah, there'd be a lot of shower noise. <laughs> Should we do the prayer? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got so caught up. Stop touching your mic. It makes a horrible noise when you do that. <laughs> I, this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got so caught up talking about if Jesus could nut or not that I just totally forgot about the pure boy's prayer. What did we settle yeah. on? He can nut? Yeah. All right. You heard it here first from these two theologians. Jesus can nut. You ask your priest about and it, it. And it was probably in one of the first showers ever created. But that's why showers were created, so that Jesus would have a private place to nut. Well, that was his claim to fame as being a <laughs> carpenter was the first shower. <laughs> Yeah, before all the God stuff. Like, here's the thing. Jesus was only doing his thing for, like, three years. Up until that point, he was busting nuts and building showers and doing all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> he was doing his own thing. Yeah, he was, like, a, he was a randy 17-year-old at some point. Like, that, are you kidding me? Like, he definitely, like, humped his pillow at some point. Like, of course. <laughs> Let's stop yeah, acting Yeah, from, like, like, 18 to 36 or 32 is the lost years. I have something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he outlived John, yeah. Jim Morrison, so that's good. That's cool. It is cool. That's a gruel. Should we do this prayer? Yeah, let's uh, stop uh, playing the tambourine and let's do this. All right, here we go. God bless, God bless our, our podcast. podcast. God bless all podcasts. I love you. God, answer my prayers how many nuts did Jesus bust in his lifetime? I need to know the numbers. I hope St. Paul gives us that information at the gates because I cannot wait until we get inside. I would love it Pass. if when you when you get to the gates of heaven, the, the thing they tell you is how many nuts you busted compared to how many nuts Jesus busted. And they just have a little tally sheet with tick marks on it. And they just go, look how many tick marks you have, but look how many tick marks Jesus has. <laughs> So if you don't have as many tick marks as Jesus, do you go to heck? Yes. You need to at least have matched how many nuts he busted. It's tough. It's real tough. You gotta be tough. You gotta be tough. If you want to get into heaven, you gotta be tough. You gotta be tough. Guess what? Cowgirl by choice. <laughs> gotta ride, all right? Yeah, wait, It's man. gonna be so hard to not mention anything about cowgirls for the first couple episodes out of cowgirl summer we've got some good episodes planned though like we've got some good movies coming up that i'm excited to watch yeah, oh yeah. that should be a good palate cleanser and like get us back into the groove of things back into the habit if you will of talking about god movies i i agree because i was i was really hoping that uh angels or god would come up in a lot of this movie but it really just doesn't. No, what are you talking about? They talk about God all the time in this movie. Their Augustus is a preacher. He's the rodeo preacher. There's so much yeah, God talking. Yeah, he's a cowboy preacher, this. but uh, I don't know. I I got a little high during this movie, and there was a big <laughs> swath where I was just eating Doritos and not paying attention <laughs> to the movie. So here, I got a I got a question for you. What's yeah. the difference between angels and cowgirls? <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. Well, I can tell you. It's that angels don't ride horses as good. <laughs> Probably as take well. That, actually, at angels. Yeah, it's one of that. the first lines of this uh, gosh darn movie. 
and it's a real slight to religion. <laughs> it's it's one of the first lines and one of the last lines in this movie. This this movie is bookended with that quote. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one in the middle too, and it's uh about the hubris of mankind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop asking God how many nuts there are. <laughs> you got to be tough. You got a nut. Uh so <laughs> All right, should we get into everyone's favorite segment here? Let's do it. Here we go. The Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week. Okay, Kevin Sorbo at 1.04 p.m. on August 24th. little backed up that day. Couldn't get it out in the morning. Couldn't get it up. Uh, I also want to let the listener know that every single word in this tweet is uh, the first letter is capitalized for some reason. It's the way I like to tweet, but it's kind of freaking weird seeing it from Kevin Sorbo. Well, now, real quick, do those letters spell something? Uh, that wouldn't... No. Nope. Okay. (laughs) All right. Maybe it's an anagram, but that'll take some time. I prefer bananagrams. What do we got? Okay, doctors announced they will no longer treat car accident victims who didn't wear their seatbelts. Exclamation point space Babylon B. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what Babylon B is. Do what? you know what Babylon B is? I don't know what you're saying. You're, are you say, you're saying, ba- like, I know the word Babylon, of course. Thank you, Bible. Yeah. But, like, the letter B or, like, a no, B? It- like a bee. And it's all one word. I'm guessing he stole this tweet from another tweeter. From Babylon B, probably. They didn't at Babylon B. They just typed Babylon B. <laughs> You're an idiot, Kevin Sorbo. You're a friggin' <laughs> idiot, pal. And maybe a thief. Oh, that's weird. The Babylon B is a, is a Christian news satire site. Ah, like a onion, but for Christian. Exactly, yeah, or a beaver tin, or yeah, 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 okay. Wow, I, wow, wow, I can't wait, wow, I can't wait to read everything on the Babylon Bee. Like, what a, (laughs) what a pleasure Kevin has just given us that we have this Christian comedy satire site. We could just, we could have a new segment where we just review articles from the Babylon Bee. Well, maybe that could be your new segment to replace your uh, Love Tale oh, segment. Oh, you want to talk about Love Tale? You want to talk about uh, you want to talk about Love Tale? Well, then there it is. Jesus, that's loud. Good God! I was listening to our show in the in the car the other day, and when this theme song starts, my car shook like the bait. Like it's so loud when that theme song starts. Good God! <laughs> But I kind of want to get a super expensive uh, speaker system in my car now just for mm, that stuff. I man. <laughs> just let that bass roll. I don't blame you. Like we've said before, Timbaland did a bang-up job on this beat. It's a killer beat. Yeah, drive up and down the Haiti Strip and just bang her. <laughs> People go, is that, is that the Tame Wild Cowboy theme song? That's beautiful. <laughs> Are we in Haiti? Haiti rules. Haiti rules. We haven't sold any of those shirts yet. Thanks for nothing, fans. Buy our Haiti rules shirt. You've been begging for them. But anyway, it's time for Lori Wilds to tame a wild cowboy. So, as you may remember, Rant Lockhart and 
T, Tara are married. And, you know, there's a little, yep. bit, little bit of sass going on between them when they like, get to the hotel. But uh, now they're in their hotel room. They figured they're going to spend the evening together because it's their wedding night. It, they got to keep up appearances. Remember, this is a marriage of convenience, but maybe it's not. Well, they have to have sex for convenience, too. Well, exactly. Come on. I have the champagne poured. He motioned to the coffee table where two glasses of champagne bubbled effervescently. I want to toast those legs. He cast another wolfish grin at her thighs. The best legs in the trans-Pecos. You have to stop flirting with me. Why? Uh, because we have an understanding. A rule, she said, curt and to the point. A no-sex clause. T, he drawled, his gaze bearing down on her. You should know by now that I'm not the kind of guy who plays by the rules. So that's Ooh. that's creepy and uncomfortable that they're on their wedding. Like that T's like, Rhett, stop flirting with me. We have a rule that we're not gonna have sex. And he goes, Well, I don't listen to rules. And you go, Oh, <laughs> well that's not the same. Oh no. As, like like the Rhett, this isn't like going into the corral when you're not supposed to. I mean it kind of is, I guess, if you want to put it like that, but Rhett, you're you're gonna do some horrible things to this woman if she says no. So just you know, just be cool, dude. I hope he doesn't have sleeping pills. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, I hope John Madden doesn't show up to help him out. <laughs> uh, Tara, is that your jacket? <laughs> Tara replies, "You can't go changing everything on me now. We had an agreement. No sex between us." Rhett replied, oh, no. I'm not going to do anything to you that you don't want me to do. Jeez, that's creepy. <laughs> don't say stuff like that, man. It's horrible. We've, we've gone beyond this as a society, Rhett. Yeah. Also, what are you telling? Like, <laughs> she was wearing a wedding dress. Did you see how she was dressed, Your Honor? She was wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> it was our wedding night. <laughs> well, in the South, that would work. That's true. Uh, so some more stuff. They flirt a little bit more, I guess. Then she said, then, uh, she downed the rest of the champagne. He cleared his throat, lifted his eyebrows at her. What? She said. It's my wedding night. I'm allowed to get a little tipsy. That champagne is damn good, by the way. Should be. Cost a hundred dollars a bottle. What? Her eyes flew wide. Your brothers are insane. Welcome to the Lockhart family. We don't play by anyone's rules. He said about buying a $100 bottle of champagne. Like, for their wedding night. <laughs> what a lush. If you told me that Lori Wilde was, like, Mennonite, I would go, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. That adds up. Or a man. Or a Mennonite, baby. Uh, so, Rhett's, like, pressuring her for sex. <laughs> she keeps saying no. No. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this uh, scene to our attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, there's this great line here where uh, he goes, I feel like we're in Gone with the Wind, he laughed. Frankly, my dear, I do give a damn, she requ uh, she quipped. Ugh. <laughs> not, not very <laughs> good, Tara. I'd rather go to Dairy Queen and get myself a moo latte than listen to oh that. Oh my god, me too, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. We're getting into some stuff. I can't stuff keep here. quipping about DQ. You All gotta right. find what the thing. Alright, here we go. Here we go. 
So they start they start flirting with each other. It's getting a little hot and heavy. Yeah. Oh god, we only have twenty seconds left. I gotta start the song again. Uh, her her scent was in the air, a womanly fragrance that drove him wild. Her body heat. She could have doubled as a radiant heater. Tara touched him, one fingertip on his chin, and that was all it took for Rhett to get harder than he had in his entire life. His erection throbbed painfully against his zipper. <laughs> yikes, Rhett. Yum. Oh, yeah, yikes. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, one, of, one of her hands cupped his jaw, the other slipped to snap off his trousers. He grabbed the wrist of her hand at his zipper. Whoa, slow down, we have all night. I haven't, she panted, had sex since Kit died. That stilled him. Well, that was over two years ago. She looked a bit Ugh. embarrassed. Sex has never been a big deal for me, she eyed him. Until you. Until now. Wow, he said. Don't get me wrong, I like sex. I've just never been particularly driven by my urges. Putting the needs of others first again, he said. Thrilling to all the things he wanted to show her. Teach her about having fun in bed. <laughs> oh, no. We're changing that tonight. Meaning, T. He leaned in to press his mouth against her ear and whispered, You're gonna come first. <laughs> and that's the Table Wild Cowboy by Lori Wild for this week. Guess what, listeners? Ooh, coming up probably tomorrow is the big moment. Chapter 21, Bear Down. Hope you're excited because it's coming out soon. That's it. Okay, so Bear Down is going to be when we all get to Oops. slush. Yeah, Bear Down is when we gush for push, and uh, so get ready for that. <laughs> I'm going to set my calendar to <laughs> 69. Hey, please do. <laughs> is that possible? <sighs> I think if you hit it enough, it'll change to 69, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, anyway, now that all the segments are out of the way, let's go, let's go straight into 2012's Cowgirls and Angels. Oh, man, we're back at the rodeo, and the sweethearts are riding America proud. <laughs> you bet they are. That's what they say, riding America proud. They should. This movie is a Samuel Goldwyn film. That's a real company that makes movies. That's not some, like, no. be-your-own-Hollywood garbage. That's Samuel Gold Goldwyn. They make things. I'm pretty sure that title scene and the lettering is just written from Hanna-Barbera or something. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it's exact. It looks like it's, it's a thing. It's Vindabana. <laughs> Vindabana? Yeah, Vindabana. He's the, he, they're the, I think it's a guy. I think they made uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Ah, I see. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> did I mention I was Jonathan Toilet Toilet? You did. Uh, Samuel Goldwyn Films has made such great movies as, and this one is a legitimately great movie, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Uh, uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, oh, really? The That's a movie. The Squid and the Whale. These are all movies. Uh, Have you not seen Mitty? I've never seen the Mitty, no. Oh, Mitty's good. Boy, they really... Boy, boy, they really haven't produced a lot of stuff worth talking about, except for Cowgirls and Angels. <laughs> Walter Mitty is great. Is it? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Did it inspire you? To well, we saw it in theaters, out? and the music really hits you in that ambient sound. You know. I hear you. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I hear and I get you. Gets you right in the push. I get. <laughs> well, you know what else gets you in the push? Watching these sweethearts of the rodeo wave their flags proudly as they ride their horses. Well. Sponsored by Dodge, of course. We get to see Dodge really early in this film. Yes, and Coors. Lots of Coors signage everywhere, too, which I was like, isn't this a kid's movie? It seems weird to get Coors <laughs> to sponsor it, but okay. You, you gotta be uh, put something around the barrels, and that's gotta be Coors, baby. Coors for Poors. Uh, so, what, what I... I don't know. What I loved about the opening credits <laughs> of this movie... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, what I loved about the opening credits of this movie is that it's all over classic pictures of amazing kick-ass cowgirls from the rodeo. All from like looks like these photos are from the olden times. They might not be. They might be modern pictures that are in black and white. But it was just really cool seeing all these like old-school cowgirls like doing their thing. And there was like that shot of that one girl who had like a lasso that was so big that it was like around her entire horse as she was riding. And I was like, that's cool. It is just sweet to see these old cowgirls. Yeah. If you ever thought, is there a lasso loop so large that it could encapsulate the earth? There is. Yeah. And it's in picture form in this opening sequence. It's a big one. And, uh, it's a good one. Um, so yeah, I really like that. And then we got some exciting casting news as the cast as the cast list went on. I was getting more and more thrilled with everybody I was seeing in it because I didn't recognize anyone for the first two thirds of it. But then at the end, we get the big reveal that well, it's not really a big reveal. He's on the cover, but James Cromwell is in this movie. Oh, high and tight Cromwell. Oh, I love this guy. I lo I love James Cromwell. I he's like whenever I whenever he shows up in something, it's like oh great. It's like he's like Pete. Uh, what the, I don't I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Pete, Pete Davidson. No, <laughs> like Pete Postal Watt. Wait, Pete Postal Wait. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, he plays Roland Tembo in the Lost World Jurassic Park. That's right. I know the villain's first and last name from the Lost World Jurassic Park. He plays the priest in Romeo plus Juliet, the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet, you know? Pete Postolowati. <laughs> I just want you to keep going as far as possible. <laughs> as uh, as I, I don't know. I don't Postlewaite. It's not even that either. It's said diff a little bit differently. You know who I'm talking about though, right? Roland yeah. Tembo. Okay, yeah. great. Well, Excellent. Not really. well, all right, fine. Uh, but James <laughs> James Cromwell and Pete Postolo whatever are like those guys are right up I mean Pete's dead but James Cromwell might be dead too but those guys are like right up there in terms of like people that I like seeing in things he's got a he's got a timbre to his voice that's very uh, enthralling and I saw him in uh, The General's Daughter at way too young of an age does he have full frontal nudity in that uh no, but uh, John Travolta does a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Is that movie about like a court case or something? Yeah, it's a military court case about uh, bad stuff. Ooh, that sounds like a big snooze fest to me. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but I saw it in the drive-in when I was thirteen. Nice, it was too much. Ooh. <laughs> what else was playing at the drive? What did you go to the drive-in for? You didn't go there for the general's daughter. 
Um, no. I went there because it was the only thing playing in that town. And I went with my Faja. Oh, so you guys did go there for the general's daughter. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? I get it. That's sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you get so high and you don't want to go home to your parents' place, so you go to a movie theater, you go see the movie Contagion, and you fall asleep in the movie theater, and you sleep for half the movie, then you wake up and just leave because you don't know what's going on. And by that point, it's like 10.30, so you can go home, and it's fine. Yeah, and you go home, you have some leftovers and pass out. Yeah, yeah. You pay full price for a ticket to a movie to have a warm place to sleep. And then you try to say that you're better than someone else. But really, are you that much better? I don't think so. Was this a teenage cream dream or a 30s freak treat? Uh, Like a 20s shame moment. (laughs) (laughs) Shamoment. Shamoment, exactly. Shamoment. Shamoment. What's your favorite Cromwell uh, performance? The General's Dad. (laughs) It's not... Star Trek First Contact? It's not Contact. It's not Babe. Did I say First Contact? You're looking at the known for IMDb page. No, I'm looking at in my brain at the known for IMDb page, <laughs> which is James Cromwell is known for Babe and Star Trek First Contact, where he plays the guy who invented lightspeed travel or whatever. Was he Babe Pig in the City too? He might have been in that one. I don't. I don't. I didn't see that one. But you haven't seen. Pig in the City? Why would I care about Pig in the City? I mean, well, yes. Well, it's not great. It, well, it's directed by the guy who made Mad Max, so that's pretty cool, but otherwise, who cares? Yeah, you're right. He was in MASH. Cromwell? Yeah. Ah, well, yeah. there you go. Hey, listeners, write in with your favorite Cromwell performance at pureboyspod at gmail.com or on Twitter at pureboyspodcast. And if you match our Cromwell promise, you will win a boat. You you will win a cameo from Cromwell. <laughs> that you, no, that costs the actual Well, they money. will pay for it. We're not going to pay. You will win the ability to pay for a cameo from Cromwell. Yeah, you will win the ability to fund a GoFundMe. <laughs> you will win a link to Cromwell's cameo page. <laughs> No, that's fun. Yeah, you know what? We should promise that every episode to some actor on this movie. You gotta laugh, you know? <laughs> you gotta laugh. Cromwell, we love you. Cromwell, we do love you. If you ever want to come on the show, I don't. I actually don't think you're dead. I think you're alive. But if you want He's alive. Yes. He got arrested, like, recently for protesting or something like that. A few... Like, a few years ago. Maybe, maybe he got arrested in, like, a BLM protest or something. I don't remember. But anyway... I know Cromwell is doing his thing. So good on you, Cromwell. Keep doing your thing. The other Yeah, he looks like an old hippie. He looks like a cool dude. He does look like a cool dude. I, I wanna be I wanna be Cromwell. Can I be Cromwell for the rest of the show? No. Okay. The other name I was very excited to see in the opening credits, and this is maybe just for me, because it probably didn't mean anything to you, but Jackson Rathbone is in this movie. And as someone who loves Boo Boo Stewart and the works of Boo Boo Stewart. I love Jackson Rathbone because he plays one of the vampires in the Twilight movies. I want to say he plays Jasper, but I'm not 100% on that. But I think it's Jasper. Uh, Who does he play in this? Just some dumb kid? He plays the love interest for uh, Kansas. Oh, he's uh, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's that guy. He's Jackson Rathbone. 
What are you talking about? Uh, Friends of Boo Boo Stewart. Crap about Rathbone. Hey man, watch the Twilight movies, then you come tell me if you don't care about Jackson Rathbone. He plays his character right. is a Civil War veteran in Twilight. He fought uh-huh. in the Civil War as a vampire. How cool is that? Which Civil War? Uh, the Haitian one. <laughs> Between the vampires and the werewolves? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows Haiti is just flush with vampires and werewolves. Well, yeah, like it's an island, right? I don't know. You live there. <laughs> well, it's, we it's not a there. peninsula. It's an island. <laughs> It's not a peninsula, it's an island. Yeah, whose president was murdered recently in his in his house, like a month ago. We should put that on the back of our t-shirt. It's not a peninsula, it's an island. <laughs> it's a great idea, yeah. Stop asking us if it's a peninsula. <laughs> hey, idiot. So, anyway, I was psyched to see Jackson Rathbone. Anytime I get to see a Twilight veteran in something, that's... I mean, like, obviously it's exciting to see Robert Pattinson and, and Kay Stewart and all that, but, like... I, you know, I like the, I want to see the, I want to see Peter Fascinelli in things. I want to see uh, Jackson Rathbone and Boo Boo Stewart and, you know, all my favorites. How do you feel about Pattinson being the uh, Batman? Fine. Whatever. Good on you, Pattinson. Make a sweet career for yourself. You're a dope actor. I like you in things. I like you in Twilight. I like him in things, too. Uh, I'm not going to see Twilight, but I do like him as an actor. Why don't you want to see Twilight? What do you have against it? The shiny skin. <laughs> it's so inconsequential. Yeah, but it's consequential to my eyes. That's fair. But it's so nice, <laughs> though. It looks so nice. I know. But it it evokes elven uh, traits to me, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not there for it, you know? I get it. Yeah, yeah. You're a real elven Presley. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... All right, so let's get into this friggin' movie, right? Yeah, well, the rodeo at the start. I cannot believe that they have been holding back babies riding sheep. That looks so <laughs> fun to me. I, I think there should be a whole movie about, like, three- to five-year-olds riding sheep. And, like, like, a, a, like a Mighty Ducks-level type movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like a Baby Geniuses threequel about yeah. like them riding Rodeos. sheep together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all spunky little babies that have wacky personalities and are really sassy and, you know, some yeah. are, ah, it's a living. You know, some of them just are miserable and it seems great. And then you have like a Gordon Bombay character having to come back and teach uh, sheep riding and like all these down and out uh, loser kids <laughs> got to turn them into <laughs> champion sheep riders. You know, yeah. the, the tale is all this time. These kids who, by the age of four, are deemed losers and uh... <laughs> garbage kids. <laughs> garbage, yeah. Gar- yeah, just garbage failed kids. Throw them in the trash. They're, we don't like them. Yeah, he finds them in the trash. <laughs> like this, like the little girl in this movie who goes, I'm half an orphan. <laughs> then you're not half. Then you're just a kid. You're just a kid with a yeah. single parent. Don't call yourself half an orphan that seems really insulting to orphans whose parents are gone they kind of play her off as like trying to be a little scamp but she's kind of just a piece of crap yeah i don't really like this main girl i don't like ida at all in this movie like she's just such a like and i like that by the near the end there's a point where you can tell that like nobody likes her in the sweethearts of the roadie like everyone is like get this friggin (laughs) child out of here she's an idiot (laughs) Way too young, 
she's not good at riding horses and oh. she has a bit of a crap attitude. I have to disagree with you on that, uh, on the fact that she's not good at riding horses. She is instantly good at everything with horses. Like, she she runs into a horse seemingly for the first time and is like, oh, come on, horsey, let's go, I'll get you back in your pen. And then they're like, yeah, you want to ride this horse? And she goes, okay, and gets on it and just rides like crazy, rides so good. It's like, oh, this girl is a real Mary Sue. She runs into a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did, you know. Uh-huh. Her mother told Speaking her that she had to stop. of people that are in this movie, oh. Sugar from Banshee is in this movie. The, oh, uh, the, the, the preacher. Augustus, yeah. Yeah, um, I saw that, and it, I think I'm going to check out Banshee. You, I think you were telling me about Banshee. It's hard as hell. You will love it. Violence. I think. There's violence and nudity in almost every episode, so count me in. Male and female. I'm equal opportunity. Let me see those jennies. I don't care who's got them. Oh, and you got, you got Mennonites. You got Nazis. You got, ah, uh, it's great. <laughs> well, I know someone who would love the Nazis. Anyway, uh, we got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is who is. <laughs> Who is James Cromwell in this movie? Well, his name is... He's not a Nazi. Nope. He is Mr. Sweetheart of the Rodeo himself, Terrence... Gilliam. Sweetheart. Yep. Whatever his name is. I didn't I didn't really catch his name. I, it's Terrence. I call him That's Cromwell. That's the first name. Cromwell in all my notes. He's just Cromwell as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I called Ida, Ida Clinton the whole uh, note taking. That's her name, isn't it? It's Clayton, I think. It's Clayton? Oh, my God. See, that's yeah. the thing. Too many accents in this. Too many, like, too many people just mushing names that I go, I don't know what any... I thought Ida's name was Ada for most of this movie. Just bad. Too many names in general. Like, stop focusing on names so much. Right? Even the nurse who's trying to bang Cromwell gets a name. A first and last name. We don't need that. She doesn't even get any no. lines, I don't think. <laughs> None at all. She's Hell, silent. Yeah, as she should be. Uh, so this movie has VO for some of it, which I didn't enjoy. But also, I think this is the first cowgirl movie we've watched that had VO in it. Voiceover for the lame right. uh, people. Yeah, body odor for people who heard BO instead of VO. This is the first movie we watched with body odor. Body odor, yeah. <laughs> Well, remember when Smellovision was a real thing yes, in 2012? No. Yes. <laughs> it was a big deal. This is the only movie. We want you to smell these horses and what they leave behind. <laughs> you go, okay. It's just B.O. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, hey, you paid $5,000 for a TV that could make your house stink. So you think we're not going to just stink <laughs> up your house? Of course we are. You idiot. Yeah, there was a whole title sequence about it. Like, I love that 3D TV was trying to be a thing. And, like, yeah. and it was like, I remember a buddy of mine has, his parents had a 3D TV. So I went over there once to watch, uh, I think, like, the second Thor movie or something. Like, we watched, like, a Marvel movie with 3D glasses mm -hmm. on and everything. And I, I remember being like, is this any different than not having these glasses on? <laughs> like, this looks. I don't. There's nothing 3D about this. Is just a movie that I'm watching with glasses on. What's happening? 
Didn't get it. Did you keep taking off your uh, glasses and putting it back on and back on? Yeah, going, I don't see the difference. What is this? Through, throughout the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that movie was about. I could tell it was just glasses on, glasses off. Yeah, once you see Thor take his shirt off, it's basically the movie. Yeah, that's true. I want to see those pecs in three dimensions, though. <laughs> those pecs to pop right very out. very true. Yeah. Uh, Ida is a little girl whose dad ran away with the rodeo, and now her mom hates the rodeo, and she's, like, looking for her dad and wants to find out who her dad is. She's also 12 and a real pain in the tuckus. Yeah, well, the rodeo's just filled with a bunch of deadbeats, so... True. Criminals. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> her, she thinks her dad's name is Walker, and, uh, cause she, like, I love that she's like, my, my mom wouldn't tell me anything about my dad. So when my mom would go to work, I would sneak into her room and read her diary <laughs> and find out stuff about my dad. It's like, oh, don't do that. That seems like a big, big, big no no, kid. And they're really shoehorning, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger into this Ugh. movie. A l- Chuck Norris poster. Ugh. He looks very sexual, but, yeah. um, I don't want to kiss that mustache. No. And I, I have to agree with Maddie. I'm 100% with Maddie, Miss Madison, in this movie. When this little girl starts telling Chuck Norris jokes and Madison goes, stop telling those jokes. They're awful. And they go, yeah, you're right. They are. You nailed it. <laughs> they were hot for a moment, though. They were. And he did not capitalize. I was really into them in high school. I get it. Chuck Norris jokes were the best. They're f- yep. very funny, but no, oh well. I like that she's like... Yeah, well. My dad's name was Walker. Can you think of a cooler name for your daddy than that? And I was like, well, I don't know. Let's see. Wes, Rodney, Tim. Those are all better dad names. Runner. Runner. Crawler. (laughs) Hello, my name's Crawler Phillips. I'm Crawler Texas Ranger. Another baby version of uh, Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. Well, okay. perfect. Here's the thing. In our baby sheep riding movie, there is going to be a character named Crawler, Texas Ranger, who is like, I don't know, he's involved <laughs> with the rodeo in some way. And he's like, I'm Crawler, Texas Ranger, and I'm here to make sure that none of these babies get out of hand. Yeah, he's a sheep rider. Yeah. He's the best sheep rider that's ever been. He does shoot a baby in the face with a magnum, though, which is pretty <laughs> yeah, wild. Yeah, but he's a baby. Yeah, he's a baby as well, <laughs> so it kills him, too. Baby shooting babies. That's okay. That's that, that's a victimless <laughs> crime, as far as I'm concerned. Wouldn't you just love a gritty, like, western baby-on-baby shoot him up Yeah, it's called How the West Was Fun, and we watched it last <laughs> week. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's already been done. You draw first. We never draw first. <laughs> Those little kids, they're adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she wants to join uh, the, guardi- the Guardians of the Rodeo, whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Sweethearts of the Galaxy. And uh... <laughs> you got half of it right both times you tried. Thank you. Thank you. Just do a mashup. <laughs> You Just got a Hulk it. mashup. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah, what... Terrence uh, and the preacher really want her to be a sweetheart. I don't know yeah. if she wants to be a sweetheart. She wants to find her dad. She wants to find Crawler Texas Ranger, and the only way she can yeah. do it, I guess, is by getting into the rodeo and then traveling the circuit with them. But, you know, what a ding-dong. It turns out her dad was right in front of her this whole time. 
Well, yeah, and Terrence is high on opiates. He goes to the pharmacy like <laughs> ten times in this movie, getting more and more opiates. Oh yeah, I I love that. Like everywhere Terrence goes, everyone is like, "We and the entire town love you, James Cromwell." And he's just like, "Thanks for the kind words, ma'am." <laughs> it's just like every person well, he meets. First, he's always like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Okay, and they're like, "We know you. You're like the most famous rodeo person ever. You're Terrence Howard. We've seen your tiny yeah. penis. It's unbelievable. How did you become famous?" Does uh does Terrence Howard really have a small penis? Yeah, he's got a micro penis. That's a fact. Really? Watch Get Richard Die Trying. You see it in the shower. He's in there trying to bust nuts like Jesus, and he's just got a micro peen. Could you vamp for like ten minutes? I gotta look up. <laughs> you gotta have a shower. You gotta have a quick yeah. shower. <laughs> I'll have look a quick up, shower. Look up Terrence Howard's micro penis. I can vamp for a little while. Look it up. You'll want to see it. It's a hell of a thing. I used to do a podcast where we talked about that all the time. So, uh, uh yeah. Uh, so everyone loves Cromwell, and Cromwell, uh, Ida is caught stealing from the pharmacy. So Cromwell's like, "Hey, that's my kid. I'll take her with me." And they're like, "This is your kid." And he goes, "Shut up. Give me this kid." And then he just kidnaps a girl out of a pharmacy. <laughs> you go, well, I guess that's how it goes sometimes. Like they said, people don't just disappear, but you know, sometimes they do. I guess. Um, yeah, this is Terrence Howard. He can steal kids whenever he wants. Exactly. I like. He's good at rodeo. I like that she's like. My name, uh, <laughs> Johnny. Best just, title for an article ever, right? Yeah, Johnny just wrote me a sentence that just said that was the name of an article. Terrence Howard's wife was right about his small dick. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> we almost crucified her, but she was right. Vindictive. <laughs> nope. Oh, oh, I'm so glad that came up. Yeah. That's great. So, did you see a picture of it? Did you look up the screen cap from Get Rich or Die Trying where he's in the shower? I didn't see a... I, I'm over it. I, you uh, I like medium-sized penises. Well, you should see this micropenis on this Hollywood A-list actor who almost played... Maybe he's a grower. Well, he's, he must be a grower. Oh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's a micro-shower. I mean, if, you got a, if, you, if it's labeled a micropenis, I think that's what you got. Like, I don't think micropenises are called growers. I think they're called micropenises. <laughs> like, I think, and that's what you get. You get the button, you get the mushroom cap, and that's all you get. You don't get any stem. But what if it grows into a stem? But what if it is a mushroom? I don't think it is, though. I think if it's called a micropenis, then it's it's all, as they would say in Texas, all hat, no cattle. But I'm, like, a half an inch soft, but, like, ten inches hard. <laughs> Well, then you're a grower. Yeah, but it's really wide, so I have room to grow. Grow is grow. Grow is grow, all right? Whether wide or long, you're growing and you're, and you're showing, all right? <laughs> but you're arguing the opposite. No, I'm not. I'm saying if a penis <laughs> is labeled as a micropenis, then it yeah. stays all cap, no stem. If it's labeled as a, a grower, then it's on the surface, soft, cap, and then stem grows out of it yeah but i'm saying there's always room to grow no there are people whose whose caps are just caps they don't got stems yeah. they just got caps haven't you ever seen pornography before yeah haven't you ever seen get rich or die trying with terrence howard fully erect in the shower 
It's all cap. Uh, I have now, actually. There. Thank you. Thank God. I'm glad you finally looked it up. So, I still think micro penises can be growers. I don't think I so. I want to believe that. Look it up. Well, why do you want to believe it? Because you clearly are a grower, not a shower, and not a micro penis man. Yeah. Do you remember that there was that song in the 90s that was like, don't want no short dick, man? Remember that song? <laughs> that was a real song that someone put out. That's weird. Do they not want, like, a person that short that also has a dick? Or, like... Or maybe he, maybe he's a dick. Maybe they're just like, I don't want yeah. some short dick man. Dick man. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ronald Dickman. I'm short dickman. <laughs> well, I don't want you then. <laughs> That don't impress me much. <laughs> My dad's name was Jim Clayton. Ever heard of him? No. Okay. Nah, he was a short dick okay. man. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Ida's mom is like this deadbeat. Who's <laughs> like, I don't. Dink. Like, I date loser metalheads. Whatever. I don't care. Bang me She's in the back. She's a pretty just... terrible mother. Yeah. And like. I don't know, like, what her, like, what happened. Like, Ida leaves for a while to go ride with the sweethearts, and when she comes back, her mom is just a different person. Like, her mom is just like, yeah. I love you. <laughs> it's like, where did you come from? I don't know. Her ponytail is out. Maybe her hair is not, like, retracting on her brain as much. Yeah. I love that she's like, I got to work late tonight. But then we see her at her job, and she works at, like, a florist. And you're like, what are you talking about? What? This is a small This is small town Oklahoma. If by work late you mean you're getting home by, like, 6.15, fine. But it's dark out. What do you? Why is the florist open? Do they show her at different jobs? Because I swear we see her in different uniforms. But it's not really addressed at all. <laughs> Maybe there's just she's just a cop at one point. <laughs> yeah, she's the law. She's Crawler Texas Ranger. Uh, I love I, them. Do you like the expression "you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear"? Yes, uh, me too. I got it. It made logical sense, and um, yeah, I I loved everything about it. Yeah, agreed. So she tries out for the sweethearts of the rodeo and immediately gets in, no problem. They give her a giant American flag, and they go, "Don't you let you just touch the ground? Just gonna touch the ground. Don't let this touch the ground." And she goes, "Okay, America, America, baby. Let's show them how we do it in Kansas." But I have laundry to do. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a you quote? You should probably blame me. Is that a quote? I have laundry to do? Well, they're trying to get him to practice, and they already finished practice, but right. she wants to join the team. Ms. Maddie. And the one lady is like, I don't want to do this. I have laundry to do. By that one lady, you mean Ms. Maddie, guest, uh, one of the stars of Cowgirls Angels 2, Dakota Summer. Was that Maddie? Yeah, that's Ms. Maddie. That's Ms. Madison. Uh, well, I definitely wasn't eating Doritos yet, so I should have <laughs> clocked it. I noted when I started eating Doritos, so I'll, I'll definitely let you know. Thank you. Uh, so Ma Addie, Addie, or Ida lies to her mom and like, yeah. and says, like, ah, I'm not going to the rodeo. And then she writes a fake note from her mom to Cromwell being like, ah, she, I have permission to go to the rodeo. And then her mom finds out that she lied to her and just like leaves her job to go get her. 
but I love that like her mom's on the phone to her job being like, yes, I realize I'm late for work, but you don't understand. My daughter is going to the rodeo. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, you're fired. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And then uh, it's after the sweetheart show, right? That uh, she shows up mm-hmm. to grab her daughter. Getting as her daughter signing autographs and a kid being like, yeah. What's it like being a sweetheart of the rodeo? Oh, it's better than anything in the world. Well, that can't be true. That's There's no way but that's true. It's cute. And if you saw your child saying that, you would f- be filled with love for your child. You would walk Having up to Having so much fun and enjoyment over something. You'd walk up to your child and go, have you ever had London Fog ice cream? That's probably <laughs> better than being a sweetheart of the rodeo, if I'm being totally honest. I don't know. I'm a pistachio man. Or hey. a green tea. Hey, that's fine too. That's all good. There's a, there's lots of room for uh, ice cream in these parts. You gotta be tough. <laughs> but so, then they have a big falling out. Yeah, and there's this hilarious line. Well, what are you gonna do if you find your daddy? Transform into a respectful and loving daughter? <laughs> mom? Dang. Come on, mom. That's mean. This little girl is eight tops. She's you can't. She's you can't crush a little girl like this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I love that Ida's mom is like, "You gotta move on from your daddy." When like her mom is so hung up on him that she can't even hear the word rodeo without like getting mad. <laughs> yeah. But she has the audacity to be like, "You need to move on." It's like, all right, yeah. project much, mom? Just calm down. And she rightfully gives it back to her mom. I'm like, me? You need to get over him. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then she screams, I hate you at the end. And, like, totally fair. Her mom is being oh, yeah. so out of line in this scene. Like, her mom is being horrible to her. Of course she would yell, I hate you at the end of this. I hated her mom at the end of this. I feel like this is probably the audition scene for both characters. <laughs> yeah, I bet, hey? Yeah, you probably. That's a good call, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like uh, the little girl nailed it. I don't know her name or anything, but uh, I I don't really like her in this movie. But in the emotional scene, she like hits the right peak of emotion. Yeah, I mean this the girl who played Ida went on to has gone on to do other stuff. Like she's starred yeah. on TV series and things like that. So like she is a capable actor. And yeah, there's lots of scenes where she has to cry on command, and it's like. She can do it. That seems yeah. kind of cruel to a kid to be like, now picture your dog is dead and cry for us. <laughs> and, oh, God, I want my dog to be dead. Perfect. Those well, that's why great. people become directors, so they can whisper into little girls' ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, your dog's dead. Your dog is dead. And, oh, no. <laughs> now scream I hate you at your mom. It's like, I don't it's, – it's a lot for me to do. I don't think I can. I, I think about it even more now when babies are on camera and, like, they cry, they're crying and somebody... Like, maybe some scenes they're already crying, but sometimes they have to make babies cry. Yeah, they have to, like... And that's kind of cruel. Sometimes they have to just slap a baby in the face or pinch <laughs> it really hard somewhere where it doesn't show up on camera. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah it's weird. <laughs> it's fricked. It's totally fricked. It's almost as if Hollywood is holly weird, you know? <laughs> Okay, so that's a good uh, point to lay this transition in. After this uh, having it out of the mom and the daughter, yeah. this is when I opened up my Doritos and didn't pay too much <laughs> attention and didn't 
too many notes. So you didn't see Cromwell pulling up to the house in his truck, and he just totally slams into the curb and is like, "Oh, jeez!" Like that's like correct. <laughs> I don't think. So. And that's the take they used. They couldn't have re- <laughs> like nothing else happens. They could have just been like, "Back up and do it again." <laughs> Instead, they keep it going. Oh god. <laughs> I completely missed it, I guess. It's really great, yeah. Well, Cromwell shows up at Ida's house to, like, convince her mom to let Ida ride with the sweethearts. And her mom's like, no, she can't ride. And he goes, what if I gave you $450? She goes, okay, she can ride forever now. I don't care. That's why he gives her money? Because it looked like a 20 and a 5. I mean, that is... I didn't hear the words. That is what he gave her. Well, he was like, I'm going to give you... uh," He's like, she's... She gets paid $75 per performance. 12 performances, that works out to about $900 is what he says. And he goes, I'll give you half up front if you let her come with me. And so presumably he gives her $450, which she immediately gives to her death metal boyfriend to spend on, I don't know, Pantera badges or whatever. I don't know what people spend money on. This is frick. This is exactly what happened to Britney. Yeah. Yeah. Free Britney, you know. Like pay the pay the person doing the work. Wild to think that like Chris Crocker was right at the end of all of this, huh? Leave Britney alone, guys. <laughs> I I was on Britney's side for years. Hey, I was on Chris Crocker's side too. Especially when she started doing gay porn. I was like, hey, good for you. Live your life. Oh yeah, definitely then. You know what? I prayed. If Jesus can get a nut, a gay porn star can get a nut too. That's uh let's put that on a shirt. It's kind of like humbling to know that Jesus had a nut. Yeah, or it's humbling to know that you busted more than he has. Maybe. Well, probably. Definitely. But maybe. You, you have a wife. You bust all, bust makes you feel good. Well, there's less sand where I am. That's true. Yeah, a little bit less. A lot of beach, but, you know, the hotels own those. We don't really see those, so. Yeah, a bit de pois. Yeah. Just a little bit. Ooh, um poo, um poo. <laughs> Uh, he, he. So they, <laughs> sweethearts, head out on tour. 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yahweh. And uh, they get to the first hotel, and uh, the sketchiest guy ever who disrespects women is running that hotel. And they're like, well, okay. This guy sucks. Uh, this guy's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't. I didn't mind this guy. I like that. I like that he disrespected women right to their face. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. They're like, hey, can we, I know it's night, but can we get on the track and just like practice a little bit? The girls need to get like, the horses and the girls need to get used to riding on your track and everything. And he goes, what are these girls going to get hurt? They're going to smear their makeup or something. <laughs> <laughs> All they do is prance around. Yeah, and then 85-year-old James Cromwell goes, I'm going to give you a whooping so bad, you can't sit down. And the guy goes, oh, I'm so sorry, Grandpa. Oh, I'm so sorry, Grandpa of the rodeo. <laughs> you see that news article of that cowboy on the wall, Terrence? <laughs> that Terrence is my Terrence. You know, real woman, you're looking at one. <laughs> you got to be tough. <laughs> and then in walks old Jackson Rathbone himself. He's a horn dog flirting with the curly-haired sweetheart, Kansas. And I loved him. I was so happy to see Jackson Rathbone in this. Even though he doesn't do much, he's great in every scene he's in. But Kansas has to stay clean. Yeah, that's true. But he's totally cool with that. She's like, I, I can't drink. And he goes, that's fine. You don't have to drink. She's like, I got a pass. And he goes, I got a pass too. I'm a rapist. It's fine. We're just not going to talk about yeah. it. Don't worry about it. 
Do you think they did hand stuff, though? Yeah, for sure they did. Of course they did. Over the pants? Yeah, and past the gums? Look out, stomach, here it comes. Oh, dry humping. That's what you got to do on the rodeo circus. Hey, if you want to be a cowgirl, you got to be tough. (laughs) You got to get ready to... (laughs) You better be ready to dry That's why they wear jeans. Okay. Okay. Uh, We were talking previously uh, when you were doing your segment about getting a boner and hitting the zipper. Yeah. Have you ever worn jeans without underwear and had a boner hit a zipper? Nope. It's not pleasant. I have never done that. I've never had a boner, and I've never worn jeans, and I've always worn underwear. So I can't relate to anything. Do you have a boner? Do you have yeah. jeans? <sighs> yeah. This is tough. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I own. So there's. I think I own one pair of jeans and two pairs of shorts. Yeah. And that's all I. That's what I own. So maybe okay. So this is your homework before we do our next record. Is you got to put those jeans on. Okay. Get your wife to make you horny. <laughs> Does it have and to be get her? a boner up against that zipper? <laughs> okay. Kaping, you know. <laughs> Kaping, yeah. <laughs> Oof, that, that it doesn't sound nice. I'll tell you that much. It's not the worst thing in the world, but like okay. the cool metal on your hard peener is uh, something you have to experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't I just, like, put a... No. Nope. What, what if I put a knife in the fridge, and then I got fully torqued, <laughs> and I put that knife against my peener? Would that be the same thing? You'd be close, but you really have to dig into the interlocking teeth. What like, if you I, have to feel that. But what if I put the blade, like, against the, the front... Like the top, the little dip in the in the mushroom. What if I put it there and then just throbbed into that? Would that be okay? You, you are simulating the danger you experience when your uh, peener is close to a zipper, uh-huh, uh-huh. but it's not the same kind of ja- uh, danger. You're you're talking about cutting danger uh, versus interlocking teeth danger. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I could I could do that then. What if I just took like. Uh, like a like a, a like a snapping turtle or something, and put its little beak right up against the tip. Would that be fine? If you put it in the fridge for a little while first, sure. so, so it's the tired. beak is cold. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But uh, I'd recommend putting on uh, jeans. It might be a little simpler. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. I don't have a turtle, so it, it, first step already the hardest. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I've never gotten that in movies. Like, in, 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 there's something about Mary where he zips his peener up into his fly. I, I've, every time I see that in movies, I just go, like, how does that happen? Like, do people not wear underwear in the world? What You just oh, walk yeah. around with piss on your pants and farts mm-hmm. and poop particles on your butt part of your pants? Like, no, that's what your underwear is for, to catch all your poop and pee particles. Well, perverts love not wearing underwear because it's one less layer between them and the person that they're perving on. True, yeah. So you're saying Ben Stiller is a pervert. He played a pervert oh, in oh, oh. something about Ben. I mean, maybe a little too convincingly, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, you got be tough. But, uh, Ricky Rodeo, all hat, no cattle, they say to some cowboy at one point for no reason. <laughs> Ricky Rodeo, Ricky Dicky Rodeo. That's what they call him Ricky Rodeo, all hat, no cattle. <laughs> I'm not the father. You're not the father, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. are you talking about that cool dude that we see later? Yep. Yeah, that dude was cool. Uh, 
<laughs> um, we get a great scene where uh, they're playing. Uh, there, there's uh, like a bar, and uh, for some reason Ida is there at this bar, and a band is playing. And I went, this band kind of looks familiar. So I did a little bit of googling. Uh-huh. Sure enough, it's Amber Hayes, the MILF country singer from Cowgirls and Angels Two, Dakota Summer, not singing. It- uh, Cotton Eye Joe singing a different uh, song called Come On or something. I don't know. Now, I looked up MILF singer. No problem. And this person did not come up. It was rather Fergie yep. that came up. Yeah, MILF. Yeah, of course. Uh, I remember MILF money. How yeah. much does this person look like Fergie? <sighs> like almost none. Uh, you know who she looks okay. like? This is going to be a weird pull. She looks like the woman who stars in the first Paranormal Activity movie. That's who she looks Never like. Never seen it. It's fine. It sucks. Uh, but but real woman looks like uh, the girl from that. So Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You got it? You understand? You get it? Yeah. Yeah. She goes, "Hey, we're going to we're going to play we're going to play a new song for everybody. It's called Real Woman." And then they play Real Woman, and everyone gets up in line dances, and whoo, it looked fun. I liked when they stomped their feet twice. That was fun. Good good dance sequence. Yeah, we should go line dancing sometime. Maybe next summer. Well, the country bar in the city closed due to COVID, but maybe we'll get something in the future. I'd be totally down for doing that. That'd be I love I love the idea of line dancing. Well, when we go to the stampede and live record, we can do that. I love it. That's a great call. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe maybe Amber Amber Hayes will be performing there. Probably not because her music career seems to have taken a real nosedive since 2014. But, you know, there's always time. I hope we can get the Olsen twins on at oh, the Stampede. That would amazing. be great. That'd be amazing. I'd, I'd love for any Western star to come on the show at the Stampede next year. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I just want the twins. I like when uh, Amber Hayes is like, now we're going to play a daddy-daughter song, and Ida is just crumpled by that. Like, she just <laughs> runs out of there crying. Ugh. It's great. Well, she's hurt. Yeah, she's hurt emotionally. Yeah, she's hurting on the inside. <sighs> she's hurt, and I got to take a squirt. I'll be right back. So, vamp. Talk about the show. I'm not stopping recording. You have to continue. Carry on my wayward son. I'll be back. I got to pee so bad. Uh- this guy is going to be gone for at least like two minutes and I have no idea what to talk about but I guess we can talk about the good old state of Kansas and how it relates to the character Kansas the character Kansas uh, has short uh, brown curly hair Uh, so I guess how that relates to the state of Kansas is that Kansas uh, people have a lot of pubes I don't I don't really even know where Kansas is on the map. Uh, if you could email us at uh, pureboyspod at gmail.com uh, where Kansas is and what the likelihood of people having pubes in Kansas uh, is like a in a percentage uh, type situation. Let's look up uh, Kansas the state. Is it a city? No, it's a state. It's definitely a state. This girl, Kansas, uh, is falling in love. But, I mean, the sweethearts of the rodeo don't fall in love. They rodeo. They go from town to town, and uh, they can't be falling in love. They they just truly can't. 
oh my god, Kansas is in right in the middle of uh, the country. Almost uh, in the middle, right where pubes would be. So that's probably why Kansas has uh, curly hair. But Kansas and this person from Twilight, I guess, uh, is falling deep in love. I'm, I'm talking so deep, put your butt to sleep. And uh, the leader of the Sweethearts, which is also the daughter of Terrence, um, just can't have it. They have a very strict rule that you're not allowed to fall in love. You're not allowed to date uh, the rodeo men. And I could see why that be, would be a rule. Because they get drunk. They get, you know, they get loose after the rodeo. There, There isn't a lot of drinking on the bus buses between rodeos. I feel like there needs to be beer. I watched a movie called Slapshot. And when they go from hockey game to hockey game, there is always a six-pack in the uh, shot. And I feel like if you're going from rodeo to rodeo, you got to have some drinks. And I think uh, that is very much missing. But Kansas, if you got pubes, let us know. <laughs> hey, came back just in time. Yeah. A quick shower. All right. Um, quick shower, quick I'm squirt. going to squirt as well. Do it. Uh, but maybe bring up the hippodrome so we don't have to later, and okay. then we can wrap this grang up. Okay, sure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he talked about before this, but he is going to take a quick squirt too. Uh, <laughs> we did not prepare for this. This is the final episode of Cowgirl Summer, and we're spending some of it taking squirts. Don't talk about Kansas and its location in the U.S. and how it's pube-centric. Uh, <laughs> okay, I won't do that. I won't do any of that. What I will talk about is uh, 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 Kansas, the girl, the curly-haired girl. who's kind of a cutie in this. She's She was in jail before the Sweethearts found her and saved her. As well, Curly overhears some guy named Walker at the stockyards where they're working, and she's like, hey, uh, hey uh, just a heads up. This your daddy's name is Walker. There's a guy here named Walker, and so immediately Ida's like, "It is my dad. It is a hundred percent my dad." Turns out it's not her dad, but that's okay. Um, she runs up to this guy. This guy would have been great if he was played by Michael Pare. He's not played by Michael Pare. I don't know who plays this guy. He looks kind of familiar. We might have seen him in another movie, like another one of these cowgirl movies, but. Uh, Michael Parry is just a great character actor who uh, would have would have really shined in this role. The disappointing thing is that he wouldn't have ended up being Ida's dad, so that's too bad. But I don't think he would have been good in the in the role that ended up being her dad. I think he would have been better as this guy, Walker. Uh, there's a great interaction between her and Walker, Ida and Walker, where she goes, "I'm I'm out of Clinton, and my mama is is Mary Clinton." And the guy just looks at her and goes, "Well, those are lovely names," and uh, I really. <laughs> I really like that he's just like who is this little girl and what does she want from me uh she wants you to be her daddy um are you <laughs> i have this written down are you my father no ma'am i don't have a penis <laughs> so i thought that was pretty funny that joke's gonna be wasted on jonathan he's not gonna get any of that old toilet toilet himself you hey two toilet kid he used a toilet i used a toilet here we are isn't that spectacular um I don't know. There's a lot of great stuff in in uh, in this scene. Like, uh, yeah, those are lovely names. Are you my father? No, ma'am, I don't have a penis. Uh, 
Jackson Rathbone is being a very good man to Curly Kansas, so that's nice. And then, uh, yeah, and then and then the guy shows up who, as soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, this guy's her father. Oh, okay, Riley, the guy who helps her at the start of the movie and then shows up in the middle of the movie and then shows up at the end of the movie. It's like, well, clearly this guy's going to... If he As soon as he showed up the second time, it was like, oh, okay, this guy's her father. 100% he is. I'm talking about Riley. You can almost tell by the smile. Yeah, exactly. You can almost tell by the way that his name is the same as her name. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they have the, exactly the same name. How did you? How was your uh, quick squirt? I was great. Um, I thought about you a lot while I was squirting. Thanks. And um, that's about it. How was your squirt? Uh, not quick. It took a. It was like I had a lot in there apparently. So I was like, oh come on, like let's go. I got to get back to the show. I'm peeing a long time here. Well, I think I need to check my prostate because I kept on going. You know, it oh, stopped boy. and then, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's about time. I got to get a fingy up the bunghole. So, uh, yeah. what do you think of this? Maybe we should do it together. Patreon special, sure. Sorry, oh, an OnlyFans special. Yeah. Uh, hey, what did you think of the news uh, that OnlyFans was like, we're going to take porn off of OnlyFans. And then everyone went, okay, we're leaving OnlyFans then. And they went, oh, just kidding. We keep making porn. Sorry. I didn't mean to piss our entire use- user base off. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, they wanted to go legit uh, or at least non-porn centric. And it really blew up in their faces. Yeah. Like, and they went back on it, so everybody's happy. Like, did anyone see... Did anyone remember Tumblr? Because Tumblr went, no more porn, and then people went, well, then no more Tumblr. Goodbye. We're yep. done with you. You're trash now. We use you for porn and porn only. Porn only. Porn only. Porn only fans? I mean, like, I've looked at non-porn only fans, and it's like DJ Khaled being like, for $5 a month, I'll say inspirational things to you. And you're like, who would want that? Who is paying yeah. for this in 2021? It's not 2015 when DJ Khaled was a fun meme. Now it's 2021 where he just makes bad music and no one cares about him. Gotcha. Well, at least take out your d- peener right? once in a while. Yeah. I didn't mention the Hippodrome, just so you know. I didn't get to Oh, it. my God. Well, I, we didn't get That's to it thing. yet. Hippodromes sound cool, though. Man, there is a sentence that James Cromwell says at one point that I wrote down, That's a cool sentence. It goes, mm-hmm. uh, you was practicing the Hippodrome, and I straight up told you not to. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's a cool sentence. And you got to follow the rules, because Hippodromes, you got to do one thing at a time. You can't just go right to the Hippodrome. Right? I'm with you, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of this child logic for the movie? My daddy didn't even know I existed. I needed to become a world-famous trick rider and get my picture on the front page of the newspaper so he would notice me. Oh. That's how I met my father, so. <laughs> That's true. You were a sweetheart of the rodeo. Yeah, I did the Hippodrome, and then I found my father, and then we lived ever, uh, heavily, heavenly ever after. Beautiful. Heavenly ever after. Ooh, I really like yeah. that. Heavenly ever after. And when it when works. this When this show eventually ends... We will, at the end of the last episode, refer to this show as living on Heavenly Ever After. Yeah, or funerals. Exactly. When this show ends because you and I both die at the same time in, I don't know, some kind of freak rodeo accident, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably at the Stampede. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, That'd be great. 
Kansas ends up quitting the the sweethearts because the the person who runs it is like, you have to choose between that boy and the sweethearts. And she goes, well, I would choose love over trick riding any day. And I went, yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is uh, probably a part-time job for her at best. I mean, I mean, cares? you're getting paid $75 a show, which I guess is yeah. pretty decent money. I don't know what your other costs are, but it, like in a two-week span, if you're making $900, that's not great money. Like You could walk away from that and go get a waitressing job and probably make more money than that. They probably get a per diem, and they get to stay in trailers all day, yeah. all the time, which is so like, cool. They get to smell like horse crap all the time. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fall in love. <laughs> what I love, one of the things I loved about this movie, that this movie has over a lot of the other movies that we watched, is a lot of the people are actually riding their horses. Like, most of the yeah. cast can ride their horse, and can, like, I feel like a lot of the sweethearts were hired because they can do these tricks on horses, and then the acting is just, like, secondary. But, like, 12-year-old Ida is really riding her horse in some of those scenes. Yeah. And it's like, that's pretty cool. They couldn't get the dumb Olympian to do it, but they got her to do it. Yeah, even more so than what I remember of Cowgirls and Angels 2. Like, I, I swear they had stunt riders during that movie as well. Not for the Sweethearts. The Sweethearts, same no. thing. The Sweethearts were were hired because they could yeah. do the trick riding. But yeah, the main people definitely had, had uh, stunt riders for them. Not this movie, yeah. though. We'll, we'll pay the insurance. We're Samuel Goldwyn. Yeah, they really uh, Tommy cruised it. Oh, heck yeah. They, they really Tommy coppered it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I want to invest big into Tommy Copper. Oh, me too. I always want them to sponsor us. Tommy Copper. Well, not ne next summer. Tommy Copper, sponsor the show for the summer, please. Maybe we'll sponsor them. A year's a long time. We might get big enough by then, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ida's horsing around on her horse, tries the deadly trick, the whatever it's called. I just, Hippodrome. Hippodrome. And then falls off and hurts her shoulder. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that, dummy. What are you doing? That tracks. I do love, because she's, she's just like riding in the empty arena before, while things are getting set up, just like having a moment to herself, talking to her horse, being like, wow, imagine, they're all here to see us. And then there's like this sweet moment where she's like, and now riding out onto the field, it's 12-year-old Ida, the youngest rider. Like, she's living out this fantasy in her mind. And some of the cowboys are, like, watching her being like, that's sweet. Like, look at that cute little kid. She's having a fun moment out yeah. there. But then she starts going like, her daddy disappeared when she was a kid, and now she's trying <laughs> to find him. And the cowboys are like, oh, this is maybe we shouldn't be listening to this. This is uncomfortable. Especially considering one of those cowboys is her daddy. <laughs> So, is there Faja? Yeah. A clown like, oh, man. Oh, crap. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not talking about me. Yeah, but he saves her. Yeah, that's true. Or, well, he pushes her into the ground a little bit more <laughs> just to test the shoulder. Does this hurt? Ah! <laughs> okay, I think it's hurt. Yeah, you got to poke the bear. Yeah. So she gets hurt. Kansas quits the team. Sponsors have come to the event to, like, see them perform. Kansas tells them to F off, and they go, okay, yeah, we'll do. And uh, <laughs> uh -huh. I do like that the guy get, the guy from the sponsors gets out of the truck and is like, hey, sweetheart. And she goes, don't call me sweetheart. And he goes, oh, I didn't mean anything negative by it. And it's like, well, then don't call her sweetheart, pal. You're a greasy salesman. <laughs> 
salesmen are the worst. I, I don't trust a single one of them. Everyone hates Ida in this scene because they're like, why would you practice this trick? We told you not to do it. Cromwell's like, your problem is you don't listen. And she's like, it's not my fault. And he goes, well, whose fault is it then? The horse? <laughs> well, they kept like grabbing her arm and shaking her. <laughs> uh, so she was kind of discombobulated. And she's like, yeah. well, it wasn't my fault. The horse made me do it. He put a gun to my head. <laughs> Which is cool that they did the animation with the hoof yeah. and the gun. Yeah, they bent the hoof into a tr- onto the trigger, <laughs> and yeah, it looks. Oh, like- you gotta bend the hoof. Bend that hoof. Uh, I love that everyone's arguing and everyone's mad at each other. Everyone hates each other, and then James Cromwell just dies. <laughs> like he just like stands up and has a heart attack and is like, whoa, falls over. Not dead. He's fine, but uh- he got crumpled a little bit and. Dad, Terry, Dad, Terry. <laughs> Cromwell. <laughs> Mr. Cromwell. Oh, please. I, I, I really like that he, it's implied that he has a heart attack in that moment. But then when he wakes oh. up in the hospital, they're like, you have stage two cancer. He's like, wait, what happened to me? How long have I been Could out? you just not have said this was a heart attack? <laughs> have, I, have I been in a coma for like 10 years? What happened? Where are the sweethearts? I got double cancer? What the hell? Oh, crap. I mean, stage two, <laughs> treatable. They say, The doctor says it. He's like, ah, stage two, it's fine. Don't even worry. It's nothing. It's not stage four. It'll be fine. <laughs> the The doctor's a real dink. Yeah. He's got a rough road ahead of him. Well, I mean, just some chemo and stuff. He'll, he'll be all right. The chemo will suck, but he'll be fine at the end of it. It's weird that in the South that the cowboys have, like, white caps with, like, red crosses on the front. <laughs> Yeah, and they're still wearing, like, a nurse's dress, but they're the yeah. doctors, yeah. How, Those are cool hats, though. Howdy, ma'am. Your husband has been killed. <laughs> Sorry to say, I'm, I'm bad doctor, news. doctor, as you can see. Uh, howdy, howdy. Uh, we, we, I was doing the surgery. Uh, we tried our best, but we lost your husband on the table. Take care. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. So right off into the sunset. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, they have all the walls of the hospital painted as a sunset. <laughs> so the doctors can just walk into them. Look, I'm gonna and out of them. I'm gonna walk towards this wall that's got a sunset on it. You look at me and then kind of like cheat away, so you're kind of only looking out of the corner of your eye, and then I'll just start crouching down, so it looks like I'm getting smaller as I'm walking into that sunset. <laughs> and then I'll like kind of duck walk out of the room behind you, so you don't really yeah. see. Anyway, it's not magic. I'm just kind of crouching. The important <laughs> Don't thing, worry. The important thing to note is that your husband is dead. He is not coming back. But yeah. the good news is you get to see me do a cool duck walk. That's that's kind of cool. You know how in Lord of the Rings they had force perspective? This is kind of like that, but I'm just <laughs> crouching. Yeah, you, you can't move while I do this. If you turn your head at all, it will ruin the illusion of me walking into the sunset. I don't know why we painted every wall to look like a sunset. Some of them are more appropriate for Like, the ones with doors on them are probably the most appropriate to paint it on. But we do what we can here. We're just simple country folk. So... They really say? thought painting a bunch of uh, sunsets and being cowboy-centric was going to be great, but it turns out they have to explain a lot. Yeah, it turns out they're in Florida, and people are like, why is there a cowboy hospital here? That's not what this area is known for. Why isn't it Cajun or something? <laughs> I could see a cowboy hospital in Florida. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I also love the idea of, like, 
a door in the middle of a wall, and then like a huge sunset painted around the door. So you literally open, <laughs> like you walk through the sun as you leave. I think that's kind of awesome. <laughs> kind of love that's that. That's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And if someone had just told me that my husband had just died on the operating table, and then they <laughs> walked through a sunset, I'd go... You know, there is still beauty right. in this world. I, I will love again. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. I'm falling in love with the I'm doctor. at least going to die eventually. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah. I have such a hard erection, it's hitting my zipper right now. I can't wait for you to do that and text me about it. <laughs> uh... So whatever, Ida, things work out, I guess. Like Ida patches things up with her mom, I guess, right? Well, she goes home and she's about to patch things up with her mom and she sees a man there oh, and yeah. she yells, stop trying to replace my daddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's it's Riley. It, 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 it yeah. turns out that is her daddy. She's trying to replace her daddy with her daddy. Isn't that Ooh, one? chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, she she <laughs> steals a horse. She, I'm very confused by this. She goes, "Stop trying to replace my daddy." She runs back to the rodeo, steals a horse, rides to mm -hmm. the hospital, and then ties her horse up out front of the hospital, and then goes and sleeps in the chair next to Cromwell. I got that yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. I think so. I was starting to lose it at this point. This ending <laughs> was very boring to me. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. So Ida's mom shows up. Cromwell's like, I knew your grandpa. Here's a box of stuff from your grandpa. You should take this little lady home. She's a very good girl. You should be a better mom to her. And the mom goes, okay. So Ida, Ida, <laughs> All right. Ida has this trippy experience where she rode to the hospital, fell asleep in a chair, and then wakes up in her bedroom with just all different stuff everywhere. Like, she wakes up in a room that is hers, but also isn't hers. Isn't hers in a way she recognizes. What a mind fudge that would be for her. To be like, did I, did I wake up in a world where the Beatles don't exist? What's happening right now? Maybe she does this all the time, though. Maybe she sleeps somewhere else and wakes up in her own bedroom that is completely different all the time. <laughs> She's like, this is fine. I'm not worried about <laughs> these new curtains or this new bedspread that's all cowboy stuff. Man, what I wouldn't give for that bedspread. I loved her bedspread and pillow. That's just like cowboys and cactuses and fences and stuff is awesome. Maybe I should get that. Maybe maybe you should. Yeah, I think you're, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Ida comes downstairs to see her mom. She's gone. Her mom has gone through the box of what turned out to be slides of old photos of Cromwell and her grandpa or and her dad and her all together, like hanging out. So she's looking through these pictures of her dad who's passed away and Cromwell and her, and realizing like I need to be a better mom. And then Ida comes downstairs and goes, "Oh, you really miss him, don't you, mom?" And she's it's like her mom's like. Are you talking about my dead dad? Yeah, I do really miss my dead dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks Kinda. for noticing. <laughs> Sometimes, I guess. I don't know. You know how this whole movie you were longing for your dad? I feel dead, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only difference is, is that you're going to get closure on your search for your dad, and I just have to live with the fact that my dad is not around anymore. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> I have to replace my dad with Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> I have to replace my dad with just just some rodeo slob named Riley that kind of knew me yeah that definitely busted a nut in me and then left <laughs> cool yeah 
so then Ida, the next morning, Ida's like, hey, mom, I quit this sweethearts. <laughs> She's like, why? You don't have to do that. I'm not making you do that. And she goes, yeah, but like, I'm going to. <laughs> She goes, oh, okay. Well, you can have it all. We've reconnected, and you can be a sweetheart. We, you can have it all. And she goes, nah, I don't want any of that. Nah. Plus, the mom's getting some sweet money off of it, so yeah, exactly. you got to keep the train coming. I know you're 12, but it's time for you to start pulling your weight in this house. $900 yeah. every two weeks, please. I'm literally pimping my daughter out to Cromwell. Boot scootin' boogie. Oh, here to do it do. God, I love Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Uh, so then and so she rejoins. Rejoins. Cromwell breaks out of the hospital, even though he's, like, dying of cancer or whatever. Uh, That's cool. Riley approaches Ida and is like, guess what? I'm your dad. And she's like, <laughs> And then uh, Kansas comes back. Cromwell's back. And uh, I don't know. And they just kind of tie everything up in the last, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, I did like the announcer going, here they are for your enjoyment, your cowgirls, your angels, your sweethearts of the rodeo. And I went, I hope no one ever introduces me like that. I want to get introduced somewhere for something, which yeah. I have. But You're, Yeah, in court. Your honor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I so didn't touch that horse. So then after practicing it for like, one day, Twice. I guess. I don't know how Ida does this. She nails the Hippodrome and is like, this is an honor of James Cromwell. And then she does the deadly trick when, like, two days ago, she fell and hurt her shoulder doing it? Yeah. Maybe two. And doing maybe... it very well and, like, just kissing toward, like, you stand up on the horse yes. on the saddle. Yeah. Which would be pretty hard to do for the first time. But then she's just, like, kissing to the crowd and, like, waving. And, yeah. you. I think you, yeah. you, like, hook your feet at the front of the saddle, like, yeah. and then you, you kind of lean forward over the head of the horse and stand up. And it just yeah. seems like, A, it would take a lot of, like, core strength to do that. Core. And, B, like, a child who's never done it before probably couldn't just do it the first time. So I don't know, but she nails it. Well, and we're talking real core, not just your abs. We're talking about like internal, external obliques. We're talking quads. <laughs> we're talking hamstring. We're talking glutes. Even we're talking your psoas. We're talking your, yeah. your, uh, your major glute, and minor. Yeah. Your glute max, iliacus men and your glute mead. Your iliacus. Yeah, we're talking about your linea alba. We're talking about your... <laughs> we're talking about your crotch V. That big the, the V that oh, yeah, hot the dudes got. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> Show me that pubis mond, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like the good Lord himself was smiling down on all his angels. Honestly, I can't think of a better way to wrap up Cowgirl Summer than with that sentence. It's beautiful. Thank you, Lord, for giving us cowgirls. We love them. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for giving us cowgirl summer. And oh. thank you to us for giving us cowgirl summer. Most importantly, thank you to us for giving us cowgirl summer. Really, God yeah. didn't have anything to do with it, honestly. Like, he didn't... He but didn't, God works through us. Yeah, but he didn't, like, create a cure for cancer. He didn't make a basketball team win a basketball game. He didn't do any of that kind of garbage. He just... He just Set us, you wound us all up and let us all spin. We love you. 
Is that how we're going to end Cowgirl Summer? I wanted to talk more about the ending of talk Cowgirl more about Summer and talk... wrapping up, but it like no. our sentiments at the end were pretty perfect. No, no, no. Talk more. Talk more. Let's ruin the moment. What else? What else? What else do you want to say? I just I couldn't have asked for a better summer. Like it was uh, so fun watching all these movies and going to a simpler cinema time. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, this was um. Even though we'd only done, like, ten episodes, <laughs> even though we'd barely started this show when we decided to do Cowgirl Summer, yeah, it was still, like, it was a real nice palate cleanser, and it was a real treat to just be able to sit back and enjoy, like you said, kind of simpler movies that aren't heavy-handed and exhausting to watch sometimes and are just simple, good, clean fun. Country Life is Beautiful, Country girls, uh, apparently I got a big crush on them according to all the times I've creeped on girls in these movies. And uh, check out the music of Amber Hayes. You know, real talented. It, It's a lovely, lovely genre. It is. And I can't wait for Cowgirl Summer 2022. It's going to be a kick-ass. I kind of can't wait for uh, Cowgirl Summer 2023 because I think we'll be forced to, like, revisit some movies and I'm just happy for that uh, yeah. I'm definitely down to do that I was thinking about what the third cowgirl summer will because we will probably yeah. go through the, well I, we might not we'll we'll have a few movies for 2023 but I have a feeling we're either going to revisit like you said or we're going to be digging deep into like weird cowgirl like just real low budget junk for the third summer so that'll be fun too either way it goes it'll be great well, if we don't for the third, we will probably have to do it for the fourth or fifth or whatever. Yeah. I am definitely down for watching How the West Was Fun again and revisiting that. <laughs> Me too. That was a good one. Well, yeah. uh, until next Cowgirl Summer, uh, Yahweh! Yeehaw, Fudge Packers! Yeehaw, Fudge Packers! I love you. I love you. We, we love, love you. you. I didn't have a cue. Didn't have. Didn't have a cue. You want to be a sweetheart? You pull your own weight. The best thing about being so a mean. Girl is getting but I heard that quote. It's like, well, I gotta put that quote in there. It's too oh. good of a quote. Oh, 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 this is the so do we cry now or Christian next episode? We we can cry now. Let's okay. Let's cry. Oh, 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 so okay. Uh, uh, my dog's dead. Oh, oh, I'm doing it off mic. I'm doing it on mic. Hey, guess what? We're going to have a new theme song next week. That's exciting. Ooh, we already got, already got it figured out. I feel like a cowgirl. That was our summer theme song. Everybody buy Montero.